Wonderful. Okay, um, we're back. Season three. We are back for season three. Um, so much has changed since the end of season two. But in a way, e. nothing. <laughs> in a way, yeah, in a way, nothing's changed. The world is still ending. I got a tattoo, though. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. In that time. Yes. Sarah Hanlozier's hair is pink. I have pink hair. Um, Taylor Swift released an entire new album. Oh my in gosh, she did do that. Of, yes, that yeah. happened. Uh, the world is burning, but when is it not? Um, yes, I almost went like in a super like, <laughs> like in the first minute of this episode went in a super sad direction because I almost was just like we lost one of the greatest actors. Ugh. Oh my gosh! Okay. So I, I'm like, oh, it's fine. We can okay. talk about it later. Okay. Season three. This is what people. <laughs> season three. It's so exciting. It's so full of joy. It's been a wow. bad year, but this is a good thing. Yes, yes, we're back to provide all of the escapism, mm-hmm. <laughs> all the avoidance tactics, um, all of that. That's that's what we're here for. Um, so we're so close welcome to back, everyone. Halloween and yes. Christmas, and yeah. Christmas are two brands. Just, um, if yes, everything's coming up rolls. Um, in case um, you all have forgotten who we are, um, we are Sarah and Sarah. Um, still Indianapolis and Los Angeles long distance pals catching up in the form of movies and taking BuzzFeed quizzes. Oh, I just hit my mic. Sorry. Everyone. I just punched it. <laughs> Getting used to just, it. <laughs> just punched it, yes. Um, but today we are joined by a lovely, lovely human who I've become internet friends with. Like, as you do, you just become Twitter mutuals, you know? <laughs> yep. um, and suddenly I now have someone to relate uh, to all of my uh, Taylor Swift obsessed, film obsessed. Yes. <laughs> um, very recently, Draco Malfoy obsessed. It's so <laughs> bad, guys. <laughs> like, we- Are we talking about Draco so TikTok? Great. What? Yeah, Are we talking I mean- about Draco TikTok? No, you have to tell me more about that. I was oh. ta- so I didn't. I don't know anything about the TikTok oh my world, God. but um, no. Tom Felton posted this thing the other day with like masks, and like he was wearing like a Gryffindor mask in one picture, and then a Slytherin mask in the other picture, and then his like caption was like, "I know heroes wear masks, but sometimes villain- villains wear them better." And I was like, Excuse "I swear, me? like Tom Felton <laughs> and Logan Lerman are just out here reminding <laughs> everyone that like I had these superior teenage crushes." Yeah. And they have continued to deliver yes, even more exactly. every year. Tom, Tom <laughs> Felton has a TikTok account now and is doing oh Draco Malfoy TikToks. But yeah, basically, um, there's a whole genre of TikTok that's like dr- hot Draco Malfoy TikTok. I don't know how I ended up on it. Like, somehow my TikTok just knew that that was what I wanted. And I was like, good, we're here. I literally hopped on one of his lives the other day, right in time for him to be like, Oh, oh, someone says I love you. I love you too. And I was like, oh, I needed to hear that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that this is your introduction into the Cinema yeah. Rolls universe because, oh, like, fantastic. it's it makes it like that's what we do here. Good. <laughs> this Good. is exactly what we do here. Why don't you introduce yourself um, for the people? Yeah. For all the people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Nicole Ackman. I live in North Carolina. I do all sorts of theater and film things. I write for 
Next Best Picture, FF2 Media, in their own league, and Broadway World, when theater is actually happening. Oh, it's yeah. not really right now, but that's okay. Um, mostly, I'm just on Twitter and, and on TikTok. Um, <laughs> you know, talk, talking yes. about Saoirse Ronan most of the time. Uh, <laughs> yes. Makes yeah. sense. Perfect. Aww, I love yeah. that. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Yes, sure. of course. Um, we thought that this would be kind of just the perfect match for this episode in which uh, we're just talking about what the F is going on. What's going yeah. on? <laughs> just what is going what is on happening in this world? in here on this yes. day? Um, we didn't know that when we said goodbye for season two, that everything would just continue to just fall apart. Mm-hmm. And we didn't, we didn't know, and we didn't know what the world would look like when we'd return for season three. <laughs> and we don't know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, let's touch base real quick. Nicole, we can start with you. Like, what is your experience right now with movies in general? Like, are you gonna, are you, like, still on top of it? Like, watching every new release possible? Are you just doing, like, streaming? Are you, like purchasing renting movies are you going to drive-ins or cinemas or like what does movie life look like for you right now yeah I'm actually watching a lot of movies right now but nothing Mm -hmm. at the theater because in North Carolina we're still not allowed to reopen our movie theaters yet so like when people would be like oh are you gonna see Tenet and I was like my governor says no (laughs) my Uh, governor said I can't (laughs) which is like fair enough but yes I I I do appreciate it because you know our Mm -hmm. numbers aren't good so I would rather not go sit and risk my life for Christopher Nolan. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. <laughs> but I've been watching a lot of screeners. I've been doing a lot of reviews for uh, Next Best Picture, and I've also been taking this time to like try and catch up on older stuff and try and keep up with the new releases as much as possible. So mm-hmm. I swear, like, especially, you know, it's not like I can go anywhere, so all I do is watch movies these days. I, like, work, mm-hmm. and at 5 I get off, and I watch movies. <laughs> yeah. What a life. Yeah. <laughs> it's not I, too I bad. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, yes. I love that you have the energy, because I've actually found yes. that uh, I'm so, I don't know, like, just being stuck inside all day, and then especially this past week, since uh, my state is now on fire, um, yeah, mm-hmm. being stuck inside I went through, all the time. I went through a period during, like, earlier in quarantine where I, like, couldn't watch movies. All I did was, I've been watching New Girl, and I watched a bunch of Starkid musicals, and that was, like, all that my brain... Ugh could handle i had never watched a stark in musical before quarantine and now i've seen all of them (laughs) (laughs) brings back all the nostalgia for me oh my goodness yeah but i'm finally back into a place where i can like watch movies again which is good and i'm sure that my editors appreciate it yeah yeah. like we've been waiting we've been needing you to watch movies for the job i i have this whole like binge mentality with movies and doritos where i just like (laughs) Um, if I'm gonna watch a TV show, I have to watch the whole thing in two days. If I'm gonna watch (laughs) movies, I watch, like, four in a row. I have no self-control. Like, I watched Twilight and New Moon the other day. Um, I just, I don't know what it is. I, uh, I just, I can't, but mostly I haven't been able to handle movies. Like, it's just too much for me. Mm. And I think maybe, maybe that's the snobbiness, you know? Maybe I need to adopt my mom's, uh hallmark vibe and only watch things that yeah. are like so positive no conflict <laughs> no there's conflict. like the plot line 
plot line is a flat line. She, like, she is no... going to marry him in the end. Like, just... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, I think that is sometimes all my brain can handle. Or just stuff that I know. Yes. So, like, The Office over and over and over and over again. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a... Not to turn this uh, podcast into a therapy session. I mean... <laughs> That sometimes is how it works. Let's yeah. not lie. But I mean, at the beginning of quarantine, when I was working from home, I watched so like within the span of like the like first like two months or whatever. Like I think I watched like I mean we talked about this um, on our season two finale. Like I think I watched like almost a hundred movies, mm-hmm. oh um, just like in general. Yeah. Um, not all new movies, obviously, but just like in general. Yeah. But then. <laughs> Then what happened is that I work at a coffee shop and it's back open and it's in a county where there are very low numbers Mm -hmm. Um, and we also have like statewide mandates for like masks and all of that and so and also my state is uh, not on fire Um, (laughs) at least like physically (laughs) like um, so I've been like there and um, and doing just like other part time my other part time job uh, which stays pretty socially distant anyway so I returned to work and the thing that I did to relax from productivity and from life was go to the cinema like not just watching like yes I love watching movies I love movie but I (laughs) love going to a movie theater and like decompressing and like going stress-free and so I have all this like stress of like life as quote-unquote normal but no place to go to, to, like, get out, and I don't, like, want, I don't want to just watch movies at home, even though I invested in a projector, and oh. I now can turn my entire living room into what feels like a movie theater. I love that um, But then what that's been doing, I've just been watching, like, Taylor Swift music videos on my entire wall. <laughs> I mean, I approve of, of that, though. Like, that's, that's a, a good decision. Yes. The yeah. whole... So, like, I also... And the people know. The cinema roles know. I don't like TV. Like, mm-hmm. I don't love television. Mm-hmm. There's some television that I, like, have watched and, like, whatever. I don't feel anything strong about television. I've watched so much TV. I'm the same way. I never watch TV. Like, I just... Yeah, I I always jokingly say like I have commitment issues and I can oh, yeah, say, I can no. commit to like a two hour movie. That's fine. Yes, because even if I yes, don't like exactly. it, I'll still finish it. But I'm yes. one of those people that like if I'm really gonna get into a TV show, then I need to watch the full thing. Yeah, yeah. So I don't like committing to it. But like mm-hmm. I have watched so much more TV during quarantine than I normally would watch. Yes. Yeah, it's so yes. crazy. <laughs> Like, it just doesn't make sense, because, like, I can't, I'm like, there's how many seasons? Or, like, if it's still going, I'm like, so you mean I have to commit to this unknowingly, like, about, like, how long the duration of this and, relationship? And, like, you mean I don't that know. it could be disappointing at the end, and nobody can yes. tell me yet? Because I've been burnt before by TV, oh, and, like, yeah. absolutely. I've, Game of Thrones burned me, and now I'm afraid to, like, watch oh. anything that's still going. <laughs> like, that's how I feel, how I met your mother. I'm like, I committed to that show. I committed my whole life. So that show, and then at the end, I was like, why did I do that? Honestly, yeah. like, I'm watching New Girl now, and I had watched the first two, like, two and a half seasons before, back whenever it was actually coming out, and Nick and Jess broke up, and I was like, I'm out. Um, yeah, correct. And so I literally, I was like, oh, I could watch that now, and I was like, no, let me go on Wikipedia, let me make sure they end up together, 
because I'm not going to go and watch all of it if they don't end up together. <laughs> love it. That's incredible. I should do that. Sarah Handloger has been watching a lot of TV, too. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't do this. Like, I do have the commitment issues, which is why the whole Netflix binge thing. I'm glad we're all here. Has, I do have the commitment issues. I'm in an almost year-long relationship. Uh, no, but yeah. with TV, <laughs> uh, I watched all of the Umbrella Academy seasons one and two, like, um, a, a week ago. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. Maybe my favorite piece of oh. media I've consumed during the quarantine. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I've watched... Oh, what else did I watch all of? Um, now I'm drawing a blank. Um, I've watched Pen15, okay. which is really funny. I, um, I've watched... I've watched the second season of Big Little Lies, finally. Incredible. Um, oh. It was fine. <laughs> See, this is my thing, though. I get my second season slump. Like, sometimes, every once in a while, I'm like... I get into a show during the first season, and I think, oh, my goodness, am I becoming a TV person? Mm-hmm. I think so. And then the second season comes around. I'm like, all right, let's go. And then I start watching. I'm like, I hate it. I hate mm-hmm. I'm done. Yeah. And then I just stop. That's why I, I I'm genuinely better with, like, a limited series because, like, mm-hmm. I get to the end of the season. I'm like, uh, we're done. Or, like, a BBC miniseries. I'm like, this yes. is perfect. I get the TV experience. But at the end of yes. it, we're done. Exactly. I can move on. <laughs> yeah. I said this before where I think, like, I analyzed this about me. And I think – I think why film is superior to television <laughs> isn't even about like the production quality or like any yeah. like I just think that with like a movie they they go okay the movie is proving to you that this is the most important time in this character's life mm-hmm. otherwise why would they be making a movie you know it's like yep. this I'm showing you for 2 hours the most important part of their story mm-hmm. cool and with, like, a television show, like, sure, maybe the first season starts out that way, where it's, like, we're coming in at the most important time of this character's life. Like, three seasons in, you're, like, the most important time of their lives passed, and now you just keep coming up with plot points, and I'm done. Like, I'm, I'm Nothing is now. worse than one of those shows where, like, you realize that they've gotten to a point where they truly don't know what to do with the yeah. characters. Like, I, oh, God. Riverdale, like, seven episodes in. Yep. Gets to a point where it's like, oh, y'all don't know what you're doing anymore, do yeah. you? <laughs> yeah, like, you were really cool the first few episodes yeah. because movies are better and you could have just made a movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, anyway, speaking of movies, uh, <laughs> the yes. podcast. Um, the, the cinema rolls. <laughs> so uh, the title of this episode, we believe, is something like, uh, what the heck is going on? What is going on? Right. What is... What is happening? What's happening? Um, right. So I guess we wanted to chat with you a little bit about like big standouts of the year that you've somehow seen. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, yep. You know, what do you think of the new Academy stuff and awards and stuff like that? But also just like, yeah, what's getting you? What movies are getting you through quarantine? What's been your favorites? That kind of thing. So, yeah. I was actually, because I, on Letterboxd, I keep, like, a a ranked list of movies Mm, for every year as they come out, and I was looking at mine earlier, and I realized that I think all but one of my top ten were directed by women, which is really exciting to me. (laughs) They love to see it. Congrats to female directors, because y'all have been killing 2020. Yes. Yes. Um, I definitely had some favorites. My favorite movie of the year still, I think, is, well, other than Miss Americana, the Taylor Swift documentary Mm, on Netflix. Is yes. the last movie that I saw in theaters, which was Emma, which was like the new oh, Jane Austen adaptation. Yes, I still haven't seen 
Okay, so we're checking out. First of all, Johnny Flynn is in it. He sings oh, in it. Oh, my gosh. He's so dreamy. I've heard. I've heard. He's so good. <laughs> it's also, yes. like, a really beautiful, like, portrait of, like, um, masculinity in terms of, like, having a period drama hero who is mm-hmm. quite emotional. And, mm-hmm. like, he literally has a crying scene. Like, that always gets me very excited. But my favorite, my other favorite movie of the year, I think, is a film called Summerland which I think Mm. is available to rent on Prime. It's also a period drama, because that's, like, what I do. But it is a directorial debut by this uh, theater director, Jessica Swale, and it's Jimma Arterton and Gugu Mbatha-Raw, and it is, like, there's a little bit of, like, a lesbian uh, romance in it, but it's also about this, like, very crabby academic woman who basically gets this child foisted on her who's been evacuated out of London during the Blitz, and it's just got such, like, cottagecore vibes because they're in this like, oh my cottage gosh. by the English seaside. Like, I was like, yes. thank you for giving me an album to pair with folklore. I yes, like, of course. To pair with a folklore album. Like, yes, that is yes, what I, I wanted. Um, oh, my gosh. So that's definitely my favorite. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I've really liked this year. I've, I like, yeah. there have been good things that have come out. Um... I just, okay, this is an interesting one. I just watched The Devil All the Time recently. Oh, um, oh my goodness, I'm so ready. I haven't, again, as I've said it already, I've been really bad at keeping up with the new movie. Yes. It, so it doesn't, it releases on the 16th, I want to say. I that, yeah. got a screener of it to do the review. Okay. It's interesting. It's one of those thing, films where, like, I wouldn't say it's, I don't think it's, like, a great movie, but... Hmm. I can't stop thinking about it. There's, it's very uh, haunting. It's very dark, but also like I love Tom, Tom Holland so I know. much. How is he? He is my small child. He's baby. I say about I say about someone who's like two years younger than I am. He's baby. Um, I'm like me. We Tom love Holland's him here. Mom. Um, oh. and he he's really good in it, and it's really nice to get okay. to see him do something that's not like Peter I'm Parker. Right. As much as I love him as Spider Man. I'm excited right. to, like, see his career grow, and I think this is, mm. like, the start of it. And it also it has Robert Pattinson, and it has Sebastian Stan. Wow. And that's all that I really ask from films. Oh, my so. goodness. Sebastian Stan? I love him. Yes. yes. I keep uh, seeing the same. ad just uh, on my – you know how Roku Netflix, like, scrolls through little slideshows of yep. what's coming up? I keep getting yep. the ad, and it's just, like, hot people, the movie. Truly, and I'm like, it is. Oh, wow. <laughs> yep. Yep. Let me put that so, on my calendar real fast. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, it's one of those things where, you know, the movie has some issues. It's also very dark for, like, anyone listening who's thinking about watching it. There's also a scene that involves, like, violence towards a dog. Oh, um, just no. a warning, because I know some people don't do well with that. I was very shocked yeah. by it. Uh, but I can't stop thinking about it. And also, oh, like, Sebastian Stan and Tom Holland right, have like a big yes. conflict scene and I was like this is what I want uh, <laughs> it's the Winter Soldier airplane scene again it is, oh. it is. I was like I love this <laughs> I love that I love that you've actually watched like really good movies because yeah. like you said that I went to look for my 2020 ranked list right now and it is so sad abysmal <laughs> <laughs> it's just like not good like first of all there are like 17 movies <laughs> like that's fair not a lot going on and like even my like number like my number one I'm still like I liked it it is the, my favorite of these I still don't even love it <laughs> like it's just so like right now it's tiger tail and like okay, yeah. I did did it, but I didn't like love it. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> so, fair. Like, 
there's like two like cheesy Netflix dance movies in my ranked list. I watched Work It. Love it. How was that? It was a fun time. It was so bad. Liza Koshy. But it was so, it was so fun. And like, we love I also putting... didn't realize it. Oh, sorry. What? Oh, we love putting YouTubers that, like... in, um, in feature length films. But she was, she was actually pretty okay. Like she's pretty oh good. God. And I am just kind of a sucker for Jordan Fisher. I'm sorry. I <laughs> love just, him so much. <laughs> really, really love him. And I'm just really glad that he's finally in a movie where the girl is like, oh wait, yeah, like I absolutely should end up with him because okay. you should. That's the thing. Like I loved the sequel to Twelve Boys I Loved Before. I love that whole mm. series of books. Love those movies, but also I was sat there that entire film. Like the thing is, it's not realistic that you would choose anyone else over Jordan Fisher. Yeah, like this was a poor casting decision on your part. Like you should have cast someone less desirable. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's the. It's yeah. It's not. But in this movie, in Work It, it's like because I also didn't realize that I love Sabrina Carpenter. I love her. She's great. And then I watched her um, song association video on YouTube, like, the other day. How, like, um, they do, like, a little song. I don't know. And mm-hmm. she can sing. She okay. She can, like, really, really sing. She also was the lead in this, like, little indie coming-of-age film called The Short History of the Long Road. Okay. Which she... is surprisingly good. And Wasn't she also really in Tall Girl? Was she? I still have I not watched not Tall Girl because I'm afraid of it. I think she's in Tall Girl, which makes she her being in a movie a called, which makes her being in a movie called Short History really funny. <laughs> oh my god! I think I watched Tall Girl last night when I saw Tenet. Yeah, she's in it. <laughs> she's not the tall girl in question. I think she's the mean girl. Ooh, Sabrina Carpenter is not tall. That no. really makes sense. <laughs> she's very, very medium sized as a person. I think comparatively. Yeah. Um. I also watched, okay, so here's a movie that I didn't, <laughs> I don't know why I'm still thinking about it. No, I know why I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> I watched The Old Guard starring Charlize Theron, and yes. I just want to say, I know it's not great. <laughs> I know, I know. However, <laughs> I had a great time. I enjoyed that movie so much. I had a great time, and I want huh. more, and I don't know if it's my brain my brain after you know over a decade of like the mcu just being like a little tired of it like i love those people so much but i'm like i need a break because i love you Mm -hmm. um because i don't want to resent you superheroes but i'm kind of like i watched the old guard and i was like can this be my new mcu like if they keep making more i will i would be down yeah, and there are sequels planned for that, I believe. Yes. They set up a... Well, the end of it ends on, like, the biggest cliffhanger. Mm, and so I'm like, ah, yeah. oh, there's something going on. And I'm in. I'm so in. I'm down. I should watch yes. that. Isn't it really long? Is that why I haven't watched it yet? <laughs> um, I don't know. It didn't feel long <clears throat> to me. Maybe I just uh, assume all action films are long because they all are. Right. Um, it's 120, 124 minutes. Oh, that's, uh, that's that pretty is... bad. Um, <laughs> pretty long <laughs> but I had a good time I had a good time I should watch that um, something it's so good I have watched I've watched quite a few 2020 releases I guess looking now um, something that I really enjoyed that I watched at the um, at the drive-in was she dies tomorrow which is a neon Ooh. horror film um, 
It is super good. It's this really... It was super haunting to, like... I went to the drive-in by myself to watch it. My boyfriend is not a horror movie person, and he wasn't in... Um, he wasn't in town. And so I, I drove out to the drive-in. I got my nachos. I had my dog with me. And I watched uh, She Dies Tomorrow. And it's, like, basically... First of all, I got a surprise Christmasina, which we love to see. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah. We, that's the best surprise. I was so excited. I just... <laughs> Christmasina! Oh, my God. And, um, yeah, it's just, like, really darkly funny. It's It's kind of, like, about anxiety and intrusive thoughts in a way. But um, this girl just gets convinced that she's going to die tomorrow, and she keeps telling her friends and family, and that anxiety becomes contagious. Um, and it's, it's, it's really interesting, um, very trippy, super cool. Uh, I really enjoyed that a lot. Wow. I, I think you just made me realize something, which is that, like, I, I love going to movie theaters by myself. I almost prefer that. However... I don't think I want to go to the drive-in by myself. Yeah. And so I think that has been a hindrance to my movie-watching experiences. Yeah. I will only go on the, out to the drive-in if somebody else is with me. Yeah. And I just don't think – I think that's it. That's got to be why I haven't seen any of the ones that are only premiering, um, like, quote-unquote, in theaters. Um, yeah. 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 Yeah, I totally get streaming. that, though. I mean, like – most of the drive-ins in LA are at least 40 minutes drive. Mm-hmm. Um, Yikes. And the one that I went and saw, I saw a Palm Springs She Dies Tomorrow double feature. Um, and oh, I had wow. already oh, seen gosh. Palm Springs, but oh. I was like, oh. whatever, Why let's, not? let's do it again. Because it was, I yeah. think it was the same price. Totally I think it was the same price for the double feature. Um, yeah. And so we, I went and me and my dog just chilled and, uh, but it was like an hour drive, an hour, a mm. solid hour, not like, Yikes. not Yikes. like, oh, an hour, like a solid hour. And oh I could not believe by the time I got there, I was like, I can't believe I did this. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I just drove, like, can I make it back home? Yeah. I just I drove an hour to watch two movies and then turn around and drive an hour. And I have my oh, dog with me. I was like. I've made a grave error. You did it. You survived. You know what? We have to do what we have to do you have during to, yeah. the apocalypse. And you can take your dog with you. So, like, that's, yeah. you know, you can't do that to the to the theater. So. And I always feel mm-hmm. guilty leaving him at home um, to go to the movie theater. Mm-hmm. So, it, it's nice to be able to bring him. But Yes. Have, uh, Nicole, have you seen Mulan? I have, actually. Okay. I, I, I haven't seen it. Okay. I think I'm the only one in this that hasn't seen it. I haven't seen yeah. it, right? Oh, you haven't seen it. Okay. I watched it because um, my parents were willing to pay for it, and I went over and watched it with them and my sister. So nice. that made it like worth. Well, first of all, it made it worth the thirty dollars because I wasn't paying the thirty dollars. Right. Yeah. But it's you know if, yeah. if you're watching it with like three other people, it's definitely worth the thirty dollars. Mm, um, yeah. I am like a whole family. You're probably going to spend more going to a theater. Exactly. And but... I will say it has given me a little bit of faith in the live action remakes again, which I am the biggest mm. defender of the live action remakes. But really? they, the recent ones have not made it easy for me. Mm-hmm. It's just because, like, I love Maleficent. I love The Jungle Book. Cinderella is one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, like, a very early on defender of them. Mm-hmm. And then the, qu- 
quality just kept going down and I was like oh god like what have I committed yeah. myself to yeah yeah um but Mulan definitely feels more in the vein of some of the earlier ones in terms of at least like justifying its own existence by being different enough that you're not just like cool I'm watching the animated film but not as good like mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that's interesting that's interesting I feel like one of the biggest things that like if we're talking about like unknowns of the just the film world in this time that we're in like that is one of the biggest things is like how are you know studios and how like how are they just going to keep making movies and making money and like my thing is like disney can do that like disney can release something to their own streaming network that they already have and go ahead and put it out and then say all right you do have to have had a subscription to us and also pay thirty dollars and like they can do that and they don't even like need now to like now that i'm need a second year now that i'm a second year um law student in multiple entertainment related classes i can tell you that i can't believe disney hasn't been broken up by an antitrust lawsuit it blows my mind honestly actually um it is crazy um yeah and the whole mulan thing uh i mean i wasn't ever going to pay the 30 dollars. i actually am a big live action hater no shade to you i despise them (laughs) there's two types of people they make me so mad but mostly it's because like you watch something like the original lion king um, that won all the Oscars and was so incredible and it's timeless because it's 2D animation it's beautiful art and then you do this weird CGI version that yeah is I don't look, defend that one it's gonna look bad in in five years you know Avatar 2 I, comes out and they're like well what the heck was that Lion King garbage you know it's, that's it's, I feel like the issue with them is that whenever they were doing somewhere it was taking some of the older movies like Sleeping Beauty and Cinderella and ones that I would say like haven't held up perfectly well right um like Cinderella is the kind of movie that like I have no interest in the animated Cinderella because it yeah. just doesn't feel like it has any relevance whereas then they were able to update it make it a little bit more like feminist or whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. give the prince some actual depth like give the stepmother a backstory all that kind of stuff i'm like that's what we should be doing live action remakes for like taking these older properties that kids today would have no interest in and updating them or even something like mulan i know like part of what they wanted to do with it was be able to blend in more of like the actual legend of mulan and kind of try and satisfy chinese audiences more who the original mulan actually like didn't do well with um yeah and try and kind of right some of those wrongs if you will but i just don't know why you would mess with something like the lion king or beauty and the beast where yeah. it's like this film holds up perfectly fine it does not need updating yeah yeah the first thing yeah, I, I actually feel... read about Mulan was the whole uh, thing with them getting caught filming in a concentration camp, and then I was like, well, now I don't have to spend the $30. Oh, yikes. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it's wild when you're, like, one of the few uh, studios releasing, like, a big movie right now, um, and it's like, because this is how I feel about Tenet, right? It's like, when you're one of the few bigger movies coming out this year, um, all of the attention is focused on you like it's kind of like when like my youngest brother like when my other brother and I 
moved out of the house and he <laughs> suddenly became the only child and he was like this is fun but now mom and dad have no one else to focus on yep. it's just me it's kind of like that but with movies like we don't have like all the other movies to kind of <laughs> like water down how we feel about everything else right. and like I kind of felt like that with Tenet where like because I I finally watched it last night um and kind of like waited for a bit of the hype to go down and also for my local drive-in to quiet down a little bit like just so I could go see it and so I think that when it first came out there were so many extremely harsh reviews um and I kind of I feel like that too now oh what's what's the movie right now that's like getting everyone's harsh reviews I feel like I just um I mean Mulan's getting pretty harsh ones I mean there's Mulan and then there's like another because I think I like logged on Twitter and I was like oh gotta leave (laughs) um (laughs) Um, it was, I'm thinking of ending things. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Where, like, film Twitter, like, totally, like, salivated over that one for, like, forever before it came out. And then everyone watched it and was, like, super disappointed. And I'm like, well, it's because no other films are coming out to dilute your, like, passion and expectations. Yep. Yeah. And, like, what a world. Like, all, like, I think Tenet was kind of, didn't ask for it, but people were expecting it to save cinema a little bit and sure it was also kind of the studios and Nolan's fault for being like we're gonna keep pushing it back and back and it deserves a cinema and it deserves yeah, a big was... screen I'm like yeah I get it and their box office numbers have been so bad for it and it's just yeah. because like well yeah most like a lot of theaters yeah. aren't open yeah, like, so I don't do think expect? you understand the yeah. United States is not better we yeah. have <laughs> we are that people are dying <laughs> Yeah, there are, and I know of people who literally drove from LA to San Diego to go see Tenet. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, if you're putting that much on the movie being incredible, it's not going to be that good. Yeah, and like, that's the thing is then people go and they're like, I was disappointed. And I'm like, well, yeah, because like, you thought that all of 2020 could be saved by this film that wasn't meant to come out during this pandemic anyway it just was supposed to be a movie and i do feel like some of like the opposite is happening where like there are some movies like palm springs and the old guard that mm-hmm. i was like this is fantastic and yeah, i'm kind I of mean, like I in a palm normal springs. year of movies yeah would i have been like i love yeah. palm springs yeah but like it was the right kind yes. of movie that i could exactly. handle and so yes. yeah I so it's, palm it is springs like, five fun. stars <laughs> five stars I baby might have that movie was might have done the same thing. Incredible. It broke me. Me and my boyfriend had this whole night. It was such a big deal. I was like, Andy oh. Samberg is one of the white men that I trust in a different font. <laughs> you know, they're all the same. Yep. It's Andy Samberg, Jake Johnson. Um, oh my gosh, yes. They're they're all the yes. same person essentially. Yes. Um, we like made special Palm Springs cocktails. We like oh, <laughs> we had a night and I was so thrilled. Like, by the end of that movie, we were cheering. It was the best <laughs> cinematic experience I may have had so this pure. year. Um, <laughs> incredible. I just checked, and I gave Palm Springs the exact same amount of stars that I gave Tenet. <laughs> I just, like, yes. I want to be able to look. I want to be able to look Christopher <laughs> Nolan in the eye and say, like, Hi. <laughs> In the year 2020 of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, there were two kinds of movies. There were the kinds that I had this kind of, like, I'm, it's a podcast, I'm holding my hand up, high <laughs> expectations for that, like, you know, might not have met them. Movies that I didn't expect anything from, and they gave me an abundance of joy. I do <laughs> so feel like, like Tenet 
is like the wrong type of movie for 2020. Like I do kind of feel like they should have pushed yeah. it because I'm like, no one wants to think that hard right now. Yes. No. Like, it's the same. It's like that concept of like, um, I don't know, like during a very like happy time, people are like, yeah, let me get in my feelings a little bit. Um, during a very, very sad time, people are like, Oh, it's the it's the Jumanji effect, yes. I think. Where like the first Jumanji, like everyone was like pre- feeling pretty good. The housing was stable, yep. everything was fine, and they were like, "Let's go to the movie and like reflect on our lives and our youths mm-hmm. and our personalities as people." And then the new Jumanji was like, "Trump is president, so yeah. what you need here is Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs> yes. as a scared nerdy kid." <laughs> like, yep. completely. <laughs> Completely. Um, it's literally that concept. And yeah, I, think, I feel like we should just, we should tell Christopher Nolan. So what's the worst movie you've watched in 2020? The half of it. The half of it. That's your controversial take, yes. Um, I oh, I have so many. I, I One of the one of the few freaking movies I saw in the theater in 2020 was Doolittle. I hate that oh for you. To be fair, like, I went because I went with my younger sister. She's 17, and she stands Robert Downey Jr., like, so hard, it kind of scares me. Um, Mm -hmm. And she enjoyed it, so at least, like, there was that. Artemis Fowl was really bad. Like, Kenneth Branagh really did me dirty. The amount of time I spent defending that man, and then he made that movie. Um, He he has his chance to redeem himself with Death on the Nile. But mm-hmm. if he if that's not good, Kenneth and I are having words. I love Murder <laughs> on the Orient Express. Sarah and I actually saw that we movie wa- that together. Was... Oh, yes, I love that. We did. The last time we movie. were in Arkansas together, like the very like literally last time we were oh. in the same state together, we were like, "What's showing at the movies?" And then we watched it. And I think after that movie is when we were like, "Should we start a podcast?" Yeah. I love that so much. I yeah. love that movie. I think Death on the Nile is going to be great. Yeah, but I love Kenneth Branagh so much. So whenever I watch Artemis Fowl and I was like, oh, Kenneth, on one hand, I respect you just blatantly grabbing the Disney money and running, yeah. like, and putting yeah. no effort into yes, this. right. On the other hand, you made this film that I had to watch. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Another, yes. yeah. I am, um, oh, sorry, continue. I was just going to say that uh, the half of it is second to worst on my list. Love Wedding Repeat is, oh, has the last place oh 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 pretty bad my I'm sad that i watched it my worst is one that netflix put like a lot of effort into marketing um especially on their instagram and it made me so mad because i watched it like the day it released or something my sister was in town and the quarantine was on so we were back home watching movies and um we watched Desperados with Nassim Pedrad and I did not watch it. And Lamorne Morris. It was so bad. Like like yeah. the most like so bad that me and my sister were both on TikTok during the movie. <laughs> That's like, when you know it's bad when you open TikTok and you're like, I don't even care that it has sound. Like Yeah. 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 It's like the rudest thing you could do during a movie and we were both just doing it it was so horrible it was the most predictable thing um with the most unlikable main character like i love nissing Pedrad, and i was like she is unbearable like i want to hurt her um yeah um also the 
in my review here, I say, it's a one star, and I, I said, edit, the first time I wrote this review, I totally forgot about the CGI dolphin penis entirely. Traumatically ah. erased it from my brain. Also, there's a running pedophilia joke. No! Oh. No! Oh! It is, like, the worst movie I may have watched oh in gosh. years. Years. Yikes. Not oh. in a fun way. I was so angry by the time I finished it. I can't believe I gave it one star. I know that a half star is an option. Um, it was so bad. The worst thing that I've watched recently is I watched Tesla, the Ethan Hawke movie. Um, That's a thing? Oh, it's it's a thing. Um, and I was doing this piece on, like, Nikola Tesla and films. So I watched the, um, the Prestige, and then I watched Tesla, and then I watched The Current War. And last year when The Current War came out, I was like, this is a trash movie. The things I do for Tom Holland, like... <laughs> Watching that after Tesla, I was like, you know what? The current war is not bad. Oh my god. <laughs> like, that's how bad Tesla was. I literally oh. bumped my rating of the current war up a full star because Tesla oh was so bad. Comparatively. Wow. Yep. It's gotta be. Yep. I was like, Nicholas Hawk, you did a good thing. Ethan Hawke should be banned permanently from directing or writing anything. And I mean that so strongly. And if I ever see him, he would catch these hands. Listen, I love him. I love him dearly, but I agree. I, mean, I want to be like, you should really stick to what you're good at, which acting. is not doing that. <laughs> He's a good actor. He's wonderful. For a the love. Treasure. Oh my gosh. Boy Erased. I walked out of the theater. That is like the one movie I've ever walked out of the theater in my life. Um, oh, yikes. What was, what was the other one he did? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. The fact that you're like you can't even you're well, like I don't Tesla, think about it. obviously, um, and I don't even I can't remember if he wrote it or just is in it. He's so it's so bad, it's so bad. He oh. also it's the worst Ethan Hawke performance I've ever seen. I think because it's completely one note. Like he's just oh sad gosh. the whole movie. He's just sad, oh, and I, I'm like I I'm like okay that's a quarantine mood, but also like not for two hours. Oh <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I think, I think my favorite thing about quarantine, though, has been that I've been able to catch up on movies that I've been meaning to catch up on for a long time, but then I'm, like, feel guilty while I'm catching up on them, because I'm, like, there are new movies, I should be ranking the year, and I need Mm -hmm. to stay on top of, like, and I feel really guilty, because I'm, like, I know I'm gonna want to know what's up with Academy Awards stuff, but I haven't watched, like, a single movie, other than, like, maybe, like, Tenet, that is probably going to be considered for any Academy Awards. Well, and the the whole Oscars thing is so weird right now, too, because it's so unclear, like, what that's still supposed to come out is actually right. going to come out. Like, honestly, I don't believe Dune's coming out in December. Oh, I think they're really? going to push it. Don't, I, I don't know either. I don't think French it. Dispatch, I don't think we're seeing that before the next Oscars. Oh. Like, mm-hmm. there's so much that I'm like, I just don't believe we're going to yeah. get it. Like, we're at the point where I believe Birds of Prey is my, like, front runner yeah. <laughs> for Best Picture. I'm like, Birds of Prey, that's it. That's the only movie I've seen. Which I mean, is fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something that I loved so much, but in a horrified way, was Boy State. I don't know if you guys saw that. 
It's on I Apple didn't. TV Plus. I know that you were so excited about that. Um, so the story behind this is that I went to Arkansas Girls State uh, when oh. I when I lived in Arkansas. So I have insider information. Oh my a, about this about this experience. I went twice as a counselor and as a girl state delegate. So, oh my god. Yeah, and girl state not as psychotic as boy state at all. I think the fact of the matter is that if you place a lot of testosterone plus <laughs> Texan plus mm. just all men together competing you get just pure insanity. Like, and that is what it is. Insanity. Yeah. It is, so. it's cinema verite is what a lot of, you know, snobby people have been describing it as. <laughs> yeah. But it, like, they, they go to the event and they just film what's happening. And the most insane things go down. It is truly, like, a picture of our time in kind of a bad way, but also it gives you a little bit of hope. Um, I, I loved it. I thought it was so good. Um, and the best piece of background I can give on this movie, um, as a teaser for if you haven't watched it yet, or if you have watched it and you'd like some context, is at Girls or Boys State, um, which are run by the American Legion and the American Legion, Legion Auxiliary, you are not supposed to run for any office with an actual political opinion. That's not what you're supposed to do. No political opinions are supposed to be involved. Um, mm. Apparently, at Boy State, they just don't enforce that. Oh um, my gosh. Because this movie is so full of men, of men just being like, I don't support gun control. And like, just at. What is happening? At a Why? fictional. What you're doing is you're electing fictional officers to represent this fictional 51st state of the United States. And. What? They're like. No gun control in the boys' state, and it's that—that <laughs> that is the bad place. It's upsetting. Yeah, That's it is. So, so, it's it's a good watch though, and it's just as darkly funny as it is just dark. <laughs> but yeah, okay, I, really I definitely need to it. catch up with that. Yeah, and just keep in mind they're not supposed to have political opinions. <laughs> So what do we think, um, as we kind of, like, wrap this up, like, what do we, I just, what do we think is about to happen in the future? Like, what, so, <laughs> what's going on? So I kind of Just like, back to our topic of what's going on, what's going on. I mean, at first glance, I liked the new, I don't know if y'all have seen the new Academy, um, requirements. I still, I still like them mm -hmm. a lot. Um, some people have said it's too little. Um. It's a start. But it's, it's a start. Not. It's I like them as a stepping stone. My hope is that, like, within another two years, maybe they would yeah. bump the numbers. Maybe yeah, they I'm would... scared that they're like, well, that's enough activism for the decade. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's, that's it. The thing that makes me feel better is looking at, like, how with every new class of people who are invited to the Academy, it becomes more and more diverse. And obviously, as, like, all the, like, old white dudes in the Academy, like, right. I hate to say this, but, like, as they die, um, I think yeah. that it's just going to naturally roll more that way. Yeah. But it does feel like, uh, it, like, is this too little? Like, most of the Best Picture nominees of the past decade would already qualify. But at the yeah. same time, there are, like, the people on Twitter who are like, whoa, this is terrible, this is uh, tokenism, this is whatever, mm, and are yeah, like, no. we shouldn't have to have any diversity initiatives. I'm like, y'all, 
you are telling on yourselves this is so easy to hit that if you don't yeah. hit it like you shouldn't be there anyways like exactly yeah. if you don't yeah. hit it i mean yikes it's like it's like you have to actively try not to hit yeah yeah sarah hanlogier like literally said the other day to me where she was like i'm like what if we just went back through a lot of recent best picture winners (laughs) and put them up against these qualifications like would they have won i don't know yeah that's i saw someone looked at the irishman and like even the irishman would have still been eligible under these rules (laughs) really because it's like because it's not just like on screen talent it's like if you have enough yeah. Uh, creative team and enough like like I think diversity PR staffs points towards one of them. yeah exactly yeah. so like if you have diversity internships yeah. at the company which actually yep. really favors bigger studios mm-hmm. um, that have more money and have more facilities to have internships stuff like that but um, yeah it's it's interesting I do think it's a good start um, and I hope that that brings you know more female directors into the category. Um, I hope that that brings them more to the forefront, maybe, with, um, you know, people qualifying, like, hey, let's actually get some women in here, since we have tried to move the freaking Academy forward. Um, you know, let's not nominate Todd Phillips, whatever. I don't know. (laughs) Um, I'm not bitter still. (laughs) Not at all, obviously. Did yeah. y'all see that, like, they're, t- they're, they're apparently in talks to do a second Joker film? I'm, like, absolutely not. What? No. I did not know this. I'm not I'm like, I thought It made a gazillion dollars. Right? But I'm, like, I thought all of y'all, like, film snobs who liked this were, like, oh, well, like, yeah, it's a superhero movie, but it's a standalone. It's not, like, a... It's not, like, an MCU. Yeah. And I'm, like, oh, it isn't? <laughs> Interesting. Just say you love toxic masculinity and go. They're, well, like, can... They're, like, can we, um, please have the toxic masculinity cinematic universe um i just want joaquin phoenix to be real horrible in a bunch of ways and harm women and also commit crimes that's what i want oh can we get some offensive humor please (laughs) oh it's just gonna be so interesting to see like how the effects of this year um, or, like, how, yeah, like, just the events of this year affect what is going to happen next year. Like, I have no idea. Okay, well, one thing I that's so interesting so right impressed. now with, like, TIFF going on is Netflix is buying everything. Netflix is buying everything! I and I don't know where they get this money from. Yeah, like, every few updates, they're like, Netflix has acquired this, Netflix has acquired that, Netflix beat out all these other studios to this, and I'm like... And it's like Netflix spent thirty million dollars on this. Netflix spent twenty million dollars on this. I mean, Netflix dropped fifty million dollars on this. I'm like, yeah. where is your money from? Like, is they Netflix actually a sudden... money laundering operation? I mean, the more <laughs> stuff they buy, sudden... the more taxes they get to write off. You know? Yes. Um, the uh, more stuff they buy but didn't have to produce, they can write off the stuff they did produce. Um, you know, it all comes full circle. But they've not been. They've not ever been profitable. I don't think. Um, I wonder if they're like, we got an influx of subscriptions during a stay-at-home order. Time to spend it all. (laughs) Which is, like, how I worked with my allowance when I was in, like, third grade. But, I mean, (laughs) I got it. Oh, there's some really interesting stuff going on in the um, industry, too, which I think is really cool. You know, we didn't hear about this until after it had already been filmed, but Zendaya uh, Mm. pretty much called up Sam Levine and was like, 
who directed Euphoria and Assassination Nation and a couple other things, and was like, hey, can you write a movie in, like, a week? And he was like, yeah. yeah. And so her and John David Washington are Which, in this oh movie together. Oh my gosh, together. I'm so ready. I'm yeah. so ready for Zendaya, John David Washington, sad relationship movie. Like, that yeah. is all I've ever wanted. That Filmed that, during that quarantine. That is what I want. That is so cool. They, like, really trailblazed. I bet the waivers they had to sign for that oh crew gosh. were nuts. Probably. Insane. But they were also very, very safe. Um, yes. And a lot of- I, meanwhile, Batman, like, went back for, like, a second and then <laughs> got COVID. I'm like, Can we what? just, like, talk about the irony of Robert Pattinson? <laughs> Yes. Getting coronavirus. <laughs> right, right. The, like the bat. It was a, always a bat disease. Like, the fact that it's it's a, like, the bat thing. Like, the whole thing about, like, Edward Cullen having the Spanish influence. <laughs> like, that man does not do well with pandemics. Oh, like, my God. Right. What if, like, You're vampire right. Edward it's Cullen because... got coronavirus? Like... I don't know if that's he was cursed. But... He was on he was on the set of Tenet and Christopher Nolan was like, I already established the best Batman movie and now you're trying no, a curse on your family. <laughs> <laughs> Nolan can only dole out curses in incel men yelling at you on the internet, so I don't know how he managed to, the coronavirus curse. I think this has to do oh. with Bill Gates. This is bigger than us guys. <laughs> I feel like Batman should pull a Spider-Man and do the mask over the whole face. It was never a good idea to just, like, be like, hey, here's half of my face anyway, guys. The cowl switches to a full mask. Why don't you just wear big sweaters, Batman? (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, COVID. The light from the bat signal hits him, and he just sparkles. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> okay, it is funny though because like Robert Pattinson actually has so many movies this year, and yet mostly so... what I'm seeing him in is like TikTok has an obsession with Cedric Diggory. Oh and my so, god! Like, like I had for kind of forgotten that was him, but like now every time I look at him, like I'm watching The Devil all the time, and I'm looking at him, I'm just like Cedric Diggory. Like... Yes. <laughs> oh my oh god! My uh, there's a there's a great picture of him like in a chav check um, TikTok oh tag. God. Where it's like him dressed in like a sweatsuit and giant sweatpants, and he just looks so British. Like, <laughs> so, it's incredible. It's one of my favorite movies of the year. He's never been more British than this is not a spoiler. Um, he's never been more British than the moment in Tenet where he just goes, Blimey. <laughs> That's all he says. <laughs> you just, he said that, and I was like, Okay, I'm so sorry. I had no interest until seeing Tenet until the moment that you just said that. Yeah. That could have been the whole trailer. And I would have been like, I will risk my life for Tenet. This is, I don't believe this is a spoiler because I'm not giving any context to it. But a repeated line in Tenet is the phrase, we live in a twilight world. I just know that when Christopher Nolan was writing this script, he knew he was going to cast Robert Pattinson in it, and he was like, this is going to, this is my snide side eye at him. Shut up. Okay, I need to see Tenet at home. I do, I, like, even if I could go to theater, I couldn't see it there, because they say that, I'm going to (laughs) scream. They say it, they say it multiple times, and every time I'm like, and also there's a moment. I need the clip. There's a moment. 
there's a moment where, like, again, spoiler free, but there's a, a moment where Christopher Nolan, you can tell Christopher Nolan was like, okay, Elizabeth Debicki is very tall. What can I do with that? And mm-hmm. he does something with it. Oh he, my like, God. actually does something with it. And you're like, he does took time advantage travel of make tall. you taller? <laughs> <laughs> is that oh, it? Shit, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sure. It's so, it's wild. Um, She's like anyway, a time travel, um, time travel addict. <laughs> Because all, all the women that... in Christopher Nolan movies are super messed up and crazy. It's true. Oh, Nolan. Um, yeah, that's the plot of Tall Girl, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Time travel makes you taller. Um, love it. On that note, um, Nicole, we finish every episode with a BuzzFeed quiz. Oh, um, heck yeah. And so we're all actually going to take this quiz together. So if you look at the chat in our little um, video call right now, there's a link to a little BuzzFeed quiz party. Oh, yeah, I think I need you to send it again. Okay, I just sent it. So it is um, a quiz party, which means we're all going to take this quiz all at once. Oh, yes, here I am. And we are – so the name of this quiz – Oh, Nicole, I think you have to hit okay. start. I said party. start the party. Yes. Yes. Um, so this quiz is going to tell us what Netflix character we oh, are God. based on how we survived the apocalypse. We thought okay. this was appropriate because of how yeah, it feels right. Netflix now has a monopoly on every movie, and um, we're in the apocalypse. Yep. <laughs> Netflix has a monopoly on the apocalypse. They do. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so okay. the first question, what caused the end of the world? Um, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Something from another dimension, whatever it is, it's terrifying, or nuclear warfare. So Ooh. you can pick your own and just kind of just I'm gonna let say, us know. I'm going to say nuclear warfare throwback to the beginning of 2020, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. <laughs> Which feels like 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I've I'm definitely say, aged 10 years. I'm going to say that's what I'm trying to figure out, because that mm. feels like it fits this that year. That feels like you. I'm yeah, going to go cause... whatever it is, it's terrifying, because in any situation, I'm like, I don't know what's going on, I'm scared. Yep. <laughs> Period. Okay, that's where are you... Yes. Yes. Where are you camping out? The junkyard, the woods, a dead guy's house, or where my old house was? What? Um, <laughs> I'm a big fan of the woods, I'm not going to lie. Folklore vibes. Okay, literally, I read the woods, and in my head, I heard like, "Are we out of the woods? Are we out of the woods?" So I have to pick it now. So yes. Okay, I'm gonna go instantly. Was thinking, oh, I was gonna be like the woods. Please picture me in the trees. Yes. Um. Okay. I'm gonna go junkyard because I've picked up a lot of hobbies in quarantine, and my home is a junkyard right now. (laughs) Oh, I love that. That's so symbolic. <laughs> okay, you still have to eat. What are you choking down today? Twinkies and cockroaches. Classic apocalypse stuff. <laughs> Waffles and wild animals for protein. Some leftover processed stuff that's still good. Or I don't really have time to think about food right now. Y'all, my favorite meal is chicken and waffles. So, like, <laughs> I'm sure anything else would be Wild buff. chickens. <laughs> <laughs> Just wild animals and waffles. I'm going to go some leftover processed stuff that's still good because you know I'd be hitting the vending machine still. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with that too because I would just be like existing off of Cool Ranch Doritos, I feel like. Completely. <laughs> it's always good. They don't go bad. They don't they go don't, bad. That's a little scary. <laughs> they don't go bad. It's good I'm for the McDonald's. McDonald's. They also, yes, Doritos also double as good um, fire starter. Oh, yeah, they, they do. So. 
Oh my god. Okay, so that's, that's all that I need. Only Arkansas people would know. <laughs> like when we go out camping and we bring the Doritos, we know they oh can help god. start a fire. Yes. Oh, I love that. <laughs> okay, We're what so is useful. your weapon of choice? A six sword, superpowers, a bat, or a gun? Okay, I read a bat and I was like, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> I literally was like, can can that mean Batman? <laughs> like, I was like, can that mean a pandemic? <laughs> yeah, right. Can we have it's a Cardi literally... B sound bite? Just. Coronavirus. <laughs> uh, I, oh. think, um, I would love a sick sword. Yeah. Seems great. Uh, I love how it's such a generic, it just goes superpowers. It doesn't tell you what they are. Pardon? You can have some like sky high, like sidekick <laughs> powers. Just getting scratched by my fingernail a little bit is a coronavirus <laughs> yeah. vaccine. That's my superpower. Yes. Oh my uh-huh. God. Uh-huh. That's the one I'm picking. I'm picking superpowers because oh, going six sword. Okay, I feel like I, I should pick something different. With my fingernail a little bit. Boom, I, I feel like I should go for something different. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say a bat. I'm not. I don't know oh. what that means exactly. Mean, like, Harley what Quinn. Kind of bat. So Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn bat. Does it mean I have a Harley Quinn bat? Does it mean I have a literal bat that I'm gonna infect people with? Does it mean I have Robert Pattinson? Unclear. Yes, yes, it means all of that. It means you can literally pick one at any time. It's like Pokemon. You can just be like, Harley Quinn, bat, go. Or you could be like, Robert Pattinson, go. (laughs) We're playing real fast and loose with the BuzzFeed quiz rules. Yes. We said, I I love how, like, yeah, season three is all about changing up the BuzzFeed quiz. That's what we do here. Okay, it says, oh no, you've been bitten on the arm by a zombie. What do you do? Try and chop it off before an infection spreads? Ignore it. I have bigger issues. Patch up the injury quickly or there's nothing left alive. What would even bite me? I feel like that's a cop-out answer. I'm going to chop my arm off. I've seen Mm. the movies. I am not going to be the person that hides it until things Mm. are really bad. I think emotionally I would usually choose to ignore it. I have bigger issues. Um, but I think that I would do the patch patch up the injury. And I think I've, I think I've got to chop it off. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it just, it feels like the, I also feel like my brain with, like, no medical knowledge, but, like, uh, a lot of knowledge of, like, Civil War era movies would be, like, <laughs> the right thing to do is to chop it off. Like, yes. And then, I, then I would get a metal it. arm, and I'd feel like Bucky Barnes, so we'd be uh-huh. all good. Again, with, like, bending the BuzzFeed rules, we're like, this is what happens, right? Yes. I'm writing the script right now. Yes. Um, who are you teaming up with to stay alive? A few other people who know what they're doing, a couple of other stragglers, I work alone, or I could do fine by myself, but I wouldn't mind some friends. Oh, no. Like, forget my friends. I am teaming up with people who know what they're doing. I would hope my friends would know what they're doing, so I'm going to go <laughs> with number good. four. I'll, I'll do a, a couple of other stragglers. It sounds like Robert Pattinson is one of them somehow oh my in God. this universe, so we'll just say that. <laughs> you find the person responsible for the apocalypse. What do you do? Kill them. Try to get information out of them. Beat them up a little bit. What's the point? They're basically dead anyways. I want to beat them up a little bit. Mostly because I like that it specifies only a little bit. Well, my thing is, like, this is, like... To me, I'm interpreting it as so. You meet Donald Trump, who is responsible, oh. <laughs> who is a symptom, a symptom of the you know. Yeah. He's just a symptom. I understand that there are other things in place. Tried very lightly. The, the FBI the agents are listening. 
at FBI, it's a BuzzFeed quiz. This is a fun fictional game. <laughs> For legal reasons, this is a joke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For legal reasons, I'm kidding. So what are you doing to a dear old 43? 45? 45? I'm okay. <laughs> I don't know. Wow, we are such good citizens. Um, so <laughs> I think I'm going to... I think I'd beat him up a little bit. Yeah. Right. I mean, I've got this bat. Like, right. Valid. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd beat him up just enough to, like, to get him to rethink some choices. Like, leave him for these zombies that are apparently there. Like. Right, right. If I meet the person that started the apocalypse, I think that things have just gone so wild, and we're toward the end of the movie, that I have to kill them ruthlessly yeah. to show how much plot. I've been hardened by the end of the yes. world. Oh, I like that. development, yeah. Death. Yeah. Okay, pick your apocalyptic anthem. Smells like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. Istanbul by They Might Be Giants. And Runaway by Bon Jovi. I'm like, damn. Runaway. It's Runaway. None of these are by Taylor Swift. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. Quit. I quit. Uh, Smells like Teen Spirit, for sure, for me. Yeah, I'm going to go with Runaway, too. Yeah, I want Bon Jovi to sing me out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It would just be ironic if you picked a song by Survivor and you're like, I'm going to die. Yeah, that's too <laughs> obvious, you know? Yeah, yeah agreed. Um, lastly, what is your objective? To save my friends, to get back home, to find the one I love, or to not die? Huh. Now I'm sad. I both that they assume that I, just like the current apocalypse, am not going to spend it already at home. Yeah. Right, right. I'm also. Already- it's also bold of them to assume that I have... Uh, Someone friends. that I love to search oh. for. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with friends. And then no, I, that and then, I have. And then at the last moment, I was like, bold of them to assume I wasn't already trying to die. You're right. <laughs> so, I'm like, yeah. um, so the thing. The one the I thing, love, like, am I just, am I just on the hunt for Tom Phil? <laughs> like, what's happening? <laughs> I have to pick that now. I have to pick that. <laughs> You're like, we're at the end of the world and I'm just trying to find someone to spend it with. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean. Boston lives, like, two miles away, but we are in L.A., so that's a little spooky. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess to not die, even though my first move in the apocalypse would just be to go ahead and yeet myself. Like, yeah. Right. Sorry. I, this isn't for me. I was made for a world of I can order things on Amazon, even though Jeff I Bezos didn't ask to be part of this narrative. <laughs> and, yeah, I just didn't – this is not me, right? I would like to be excluded from historically significant events. So, you know yeah. what? Just – yeet. It's over. Yeet. Yes. We're done. Good. No. Yeah. <laughs> Mine is to get back home. I just would like to be in bed probably. <laughs> <laughs> A vibe. I mean – Yes. Okay, so we'll go ahead and finish up the quiz, and then we'll all see – Oh my gosh! Oh yes, my Sarah. Sarah is my Netflix icon. Guys, okay, so so Sarah Hanlogger and Nicole got the same character. They both got Josh Wheeler from Daybreak. That is Logan Lerman in a different font. Uh, oh my god, it is. And I got the love of my life. Steve Harrington from Stranger My Things. My king. Ugh. Success. <laughs> I am happy. Honestly, you, I am You just Steve won the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, like, if I'm him at the end of the world, come on. Yeah. Like, we saw how he handled all that. He did go through the apocalypse twice. 
He's he is my Netflix icon. Yes. Oh, that's great. Steve Harrington. I love oh, it. I love that. I haven't seen Daybreak. I've heard it's very good. Um, I haven't seen it either. I need to check wow. it out. My boyfriend really liked it, so um, oh. need to check it out. But I you you need to tell him that we got Josh Wheeler and see what he thinks of yes. that. Yes. Yes. Record his reaction for the Patreon. Yes. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> monetizing your boyfriend i love it well nicole thank you so much yeah. for just for being here for the season three premiere oh my god what thank you guys for having me it was so great to just hang out with you guys yes. and this was so fun and also i feel so honored to be on the premiere episode yes um will you just like let everyone know where they can find you and your work and follow you in all the places and read all the things yes i am on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, all the places where you can find reviews and um, movie talk at Nicole Ackman 16. I mean, I'm also on TikTok, but I don't think anyone <laughs> wants, to, <laughs> wants to see that. Oh, so. nice. oh, I love it. Yes, um, we'll link all of those things. You all should definitely follow Nicole. Yeah. Her reviews are incredible. Um, oh my god, thank so you so much. Please, please follow her on all the things. Um, for um, those of you who are listening today, like, I, for those of you who are listening today, as like, <laughs> sorry, I just watched Tenet, so my concept of time is off. Um, yeah, understood. <laughs> for those of you who are listening to this episode right when it comes out, so on Tuesday, September 29th, 2020, maybe, it's scary to plan two weeks ahead. At yeah. This point. yeah. Um, we are having a fun watch party on Netflix, a little Netflix party tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be watching Lady Bird, which is the quintessential cinema rolls movie, um, yeah. at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And so we'll have the link to that in like all of our bios, this description, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I guess we're on Instagram. <laughs> we don't use it, but we're on there. Yeah. Um, um. And yeah. Um, and you can find us at Cinema Rolls Pod at all of those places and yeah. find that link join us to watch ladybird we're watching it to celebrate the season three premiere um and also say your hand loser i think most people at this point will probably already know this news because we'll have announced it a week ago from when they're right. listening to it on the premiere but a week from now today right. tenant <laughs> we have merchandise um, merch 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 yeah so um we are at um, we are on Teespring. It's teespring.com slash cinema rolls pod. Same as everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got some really great stuff on there. We have a tote that says not my movie snacks on it, which yes. is super fun. Super which is going to be like just in case we ever return to the yeah. cinema and we, you want to tell them like that these aren't my movie snacks. But you, you can know? still take it to the drive in and you can still yes. like, go to the yeah. gas station and purchase. Uh, snacks that you would take to the movie mm-hmm. and then bring them back home but in the tote you know you you can get plenty yes. of use out of it we've also got some other fun stuff t-shirts sweatshirts a fanny pack fanny pack oh my god i need we, that we weren't <laughs> so gonna go right. for the fanny pack but like yes and then we have brand. little prints that say our wonderful um slogan of that's how the cinema rolls so um, we just, we know that a lot of people have asked for merch, and we thought that would be a really fun way to celebrate the return of season three, is just to, like, release some merch, you know? Get yourself yeah. some Cinema Rolls merch, uh, officially become a part of the cult that we are starting. Um, yes. <laughs> it's going to be great. We're very excited about it. Um, and, 
yeah, so uh, we're going to be, well, I think, well, I mean, that's already launched. You all should already know about it. So hopefully yeah. you all have things Maybe you already have mail. some merch. I know. Maybe you're listening to this episode wearing a Cinemarill shirt, fanny oh pack, God. carrying the tote. Like, oh, I love that incredible. idea. That would be incredible. Yes. If you are, send pics. Also, if you have merch or are going to get merch, just just send pics. <laughs> We'd love them. We'd love to yes. see them. Um, so, yes, thank you, Nicole, so much for being yeah. here. Um, we're so thank excited you. that you're here to celebrate season three premiere with us and for helping us work through the question, what the heck is going on? <laughs> We yeah. never came to a conclusion. <laughs> we, okay. we had some, some ideas. <laughs> we may never know. It's There's true. only right. theory. Um, there are, that's all life is, is theories. So, uh, what movie are you looking forward to? Yes, that's how we end. We want to know, like, how, what movie are you looking forward to most? I just watched, or watched, read, wa- I don't even know. I'm reading a lot of great things about Nomadland, and... Mm-hmm. That's it. I feel like it wouldn't be, like, on brand for me if I didn't say Ammonite. (laughs) I mean, Kate Winslet was, like, my OG favorite actress back when I was, like, nine years old. (laughs) Um, And then, obviously, Sarah Sharonin is my girl, so I think I have to say Ammonite. You have to say it, yes. Yeah. Um, For me, I guess... Jeez. Um... (laughs) Normally, now would be about the time that I was getting super excited about scary movies. Mm. So I guess I'll say that the trailer for Freaky looks good, and I had two different mm-hmm. friends send it to me and go, this yeah. is very oh. on brand for you. Have you seen this trailer? And I, I was like, that. you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I so feel like it looks really good. Yes, that is the, the perfect movie for you. I also realized I've been saying the answer to this question for me has been Dune for, like, over a year now, and I just got really sad. I was literally just thinking about saying Dune, but, like, the issue is that I'm, I'm literally reading Dune right now, but, like, the honest-to-God answer is that the reason I'm excited for Dune is just because, like, I've seen what Oscar Isaac looks like in that movie. Yeah, period. That's a and Timothy Chalamet. He'd be clean yeah. Zendaya. Jaw. Like, Zendaya looks great. Rebecca Zendaya Ferguson looks so looks good. Great. It that that is hot people the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Period. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, yes. So Nicole, if you would do the honors of signing us off, um, we end every episode by saying, "That's how the cinema rolls." So if you can just do that, and we'll yeet right out of here, like handlers are <laughs> in the apocalypse. To the bone. All right. Zone. That's how the cinema rolls. Ooh, I love it. That was like Chris Actress style. (laughs) I love it.